Welcome to episode 50 of the No Haver Podcast. As always, this is your favorite host, Jordan G, in the cut, coming to you live visually. I got my dog, Eric. What's good? Put those glasses on or take them off, bro. Make up your mind. Uh, they felt comfortable on my head. Episode 50, you know where to find us. We're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're back on YouTube, social media. You know where to find us. We're on Instagram, at No Hangover Podcast. If you want to talk with us, if you want to link with us, that is the place. Uh, let us know what you think about the podcast. Like our content. Any suggestions you want to make, hit the DMs, baby. Boom. Um, unfortunately, we have to start this episode on a... Sad note, condolences to the family of George Floyd and everybody affected by this matter right now. It's definitely a sad and trying time and, um, in my opinion, something that we've seen too much in the last, I want to say last few years, but obviously the last 30-something years. I mean, Rodney King was 28 years ago, so this has been going on for a long time and it's uh, something that's hard to just see and not feel pain you know what i'm saying it's 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 sad just to see how the guy you know was just kneeling on his neck and you know him yelling that he can't breathe yeah, that, that and not even having empathy to care about a soul watch. it's not about being black it's not about being white it's about being uh innocent until proven guilty so like i don't know what he was doing in that instance but i knew it, it wasn't anything dangerous it wasn't anything violent it wasn't it was anything a, worth losing his life for period and even if it was like that man is owed a chance you know what i'm saying like it's not fair so something that we've seen too much and you know definitely saddened by it and we see all the repercussions and the things that have been going on with the protest and some of them becoming violent the looting that's been happening it was like the third day it's been going on right second I, or third day that the riots have been might be protesting fourth, but yeah the thing, I mean, the protest, uh, you know, I'm all for it. It's that, you know, it, everything, I mean, everything that you just said, I, I mean, you, I couldn't have said it better myself, but Appreciate at that. the end of the day, like, to me, at least, I, I get where the rage is coming from and I get where the anger comes from, but from, you know, I don't think it's like fighting violence with violence is the answer. The looting, right. the rioting, fucking beating people up, people, like, it's every day some difference. People getting fucked up, whether it's whether what for whatever side you're on. People are getting fucked up for for. It just, I don't know. It's it's, it's just kind of it's it's, it's, it's hard it's hard to justify certain things. Like once you start, once certain lines start to be crossed on either side. Well, let's start with this. You understand the pain behind it for sure. It right. is definitely, like I said, I understand the anger behind it. I understand why people are mad and, you know, feel the feelings that they feel. Right. But And a lot of a lot of the people who have been, like, causing these violent crimes and all this looting and stuff, a lot of times it's people from other cities. That's what's coming up. For real? Yeah, it's like certain groups of people that are just going around and turning peaceful protest into something violent. Yeah. And well, once one person sets it off, it like, it just... Well, the, yeah, I mean, I saw that. There was somebody people. on, I'm not going to say any names, but uh, I was on Facebook yesterday, and there was somebody Facebook live in here in Orlando going through the uh, protesting. The, the little caption that they put for their IG live is, it's finna get bad. So it's like, there's people out there. That's the, that, those are the people that I have the issue with that are looking, that are going out there looking to cause trouble and start shit. And I, I don't, from what I saw, the little bit that I saw on the IG live, I didn't see anything that 
like violent or anything broke out like that here in Orlando yet. But like, there's people out there that are like, that's what they're going out and looking for. They're looking to start trouble and looking to fuck shit up and looking. Do you think he was really coming from that position, or he was saying that what he's seen going on, it it shit is about to get real? Because we can see that on social media ourselves, going through videos. I mean, it's like everything that's going on in different cities, and that's I mean, and this is something that I saw. Right. It's not if maybe he maybe it's what you're saying, but just that there is people like that that are going out there just to fuck shit up, just to start uh, to take advantage of a situation right. on either side. Because there's been cops too that are that I've seen video of. They're fucking. They're ready to go. Abusing like their power in a sense. Of course, of course. But some of them are being, you know, they're being pushed it, in a corner. Like some, yeah. you know, not all the cops. You see certain individuals standing up for both sides, whether it be somebody that's protesting that stands up for the police. And explains the people protesting's position and their perspective and tries to bring the group together. Or you've seen it with police officers as well. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've seen the videos of a couple cops who, like, took their helmets off. Yeah, they're they're protesting with the... They're talking and they're bringing both sides together and they protest together and they're... They're not creating division. They're creating unity. That's a sign of leadership. And I feel... I mean, the biggest problem is is that it seems like it kind of anybody can be a cop. Right. So it... You know, I feel you need to start properly vetting people and have a have a better system in place of getting cops that are actually out there to serve and protect people and, you know, uphold to law to a standard and not feel like they're above the law and not abuse power. Right. And it, easier said than done, for sure. Yeah, easier I said mean, than done. It's a big problem in a lot of careers and a lot of different I mean, we see, it, we see. It. I mean, we, we have for the for the you know short work history that we have, we've seen it that you right. know if you don't have the right people in place, people will take advantage exactly. of power no matter what field you're in. But, but there's certain there's fields, certain fields where you can't do that can't, because exactly. that shit fucks yeah. up the fucking yeah. order of things. You can have goes a guy. You, listen, you can have a guy fucking up a sub at Subway <laughs> or fucking up a burger at Burger King. You know what I'm saying? But as far as police and people's lives and them making mistakes, like I understand. They're in, you know, they're in situations where they're intimidated, so they react out of fear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I give them credit for being out and having to deal with situations like that. But they also have to be a type of person where where they know how to, you know, not move off of fear. They know how to yeah. judge the situation fairly, mm-hmm. have some type of empathy, you know, some type of emotional intelligence, but still control the situation. But that's a, some of these cities though, it's hard to have that after this, like the shit that some of these officers see on a day in and day out basis. Not only that, there's some racism behind it too. There is, but just, there's a lot of cops that hate certain individuals and they treat certain individuals differently. There, but that's just a fact on the same side. There's, the, the way the cops are viewed now and it's not every cop that's like that no, I know no, if, I know I know a few cops that are right to, from right, right, from right. all accounts are decent good people that are actually trying to do good by like and do their job well exactly. and that's the that's the problem that is on both sides we start trying to clump everybody in under one category like well, if you're if you're a cop then you're you're racist you hate black people you abuse your power but, from one side but if you're but back, if you're a protester then you know you're just trying to just start rides do this and do that you start trying to you start right. clumping people all into one category and that's just not it that does happen but back to what i said a few seconds or minutes ago you see people standing up for both sides and trying to bring them together mm-hmm. so you don't have that same type of division going on at i mean it's there it's thick but you see changes trying to be made and you see some unity 
you see some beauty in the madness. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, see, but all this not is everybody's ha- gonna look at it like me and you look at it. There's a lot of people that I've seen on social media, and they, and social media is a fucking shitty place to get your information from. But you you get it's a the good most you get a honest place. It's the, where you get the most emotional reactions, the most raw reactions from people because people will go straight exactly. to social media. So it's not always the best you because see the, careers ruined on social media. But it's it's the most could, honest place, exactly the most honest, but it's not always the best place because when you're coming from oh, a place toxic, of emotion, yeah, then toxic, you you know you're sure. talking out of your ass, you're saying things because you're angry, because you're for sad, because sure. you're upset, so you don't have your thoughts all together. Right. But I've seen a lot of people either you're with me or you're against me like fuck you or whatever side like fuck you fuck you like it's coming from both sides and like the what worries me i mean you brought this up before is that you know we might be heading towards like a civil war mm-hmm. yeah we feel like, like that because it's just so like it doesn't matter what side you're on you cannot like you really have to tiptoe about what you're saying because if you say something wrong and set somebody but off where is it where is the civil war do you feel like it's a it's a racial civil war. It's uh, the people against the well, government. That's where I mean. What is the what is the reason for all this? Then is it because is the pro is the reason the reasons for the protest because of pr- police police brutality or is it something more than that? Is it's, it strictly just because police brutality or is it is unfortunately it's something more? So then, at that point, because that's where civil wars are started. You pick, you find, you find where what two sides are, and you start people, families are going to get divided. There's people long, long time friends that aren't going to talk true. anymore. That's true. And I that I mean that, that you know what's funny. I had breakfast this morning at Cracker Barrel in Gainesville, like right off you know the highway. Yeah. Like just the energy in there was kind of weird. Like it was all separated. I promise you, I felt like they sat a certain group of people on one side and the other group of people on another side. You understand what I'm trying to say? It just kind of felt like, I don't know if they always do that or in this time they're trying to like, they don't know what's going to happen. They're trying to keep a balance type of thing. You Bro, know what I'm saying? It's, it was, it was a weird feeling or maybe is. I was looking into it's a it weird, too much. It is a weird dynamic. I mean, it was a weird dynamic. Part, I mean, way to and, put it. It's not the whole reason, but I definitely feel part of the reason, too, is the timing of this, though, how it's just right after everything starts opening up, people are able to go out a little bit. Then this thing happens with George Floyd. And now, like we have we were people were cooped up for three, two months. Mm-hmm. Part of it is just people are already frustrated. Yep. On edge. People are already on edge. Just happy to be out. And then this happens and. It's just the timing of everything is very, like, it's just very eerie. That is true. That is very true. It's not the whole reason, but you definitely have to take that into consideration. When when you've been cooped up in your house, and then with people, especially people who weren't able to work, that were stressed, that they're, now they're just mm-hmm. getting able to, you know, get back into, the, or not even right. get back into the groove of things, start to try and get back into the groove of things. Right. And then, boom, now there's, there's a rise going on. Small businesses are getting fucked up. Right. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. It really is. It is hard to judge this and kind of gauge the room in a sense. When you walk into somewhere, it's going to be kind of, all right, well. You have to you, gauge the room. You have you to. You hit it right on the nose. But there's a lot of people that. But that's unfortunate that you have to go somewhere and gauge the room. You know what I'm saying? The 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 fact that I'm seeing differences in you know division in a room is kind of eerie in a time like this 
it was already the social distancing thing too. I, man, it's and maybe it's that as well. You know, the social cause, distancing. Cause, how how? Uh, good point. How how soon I forget that we were just in social distancing. But that's isn't that ago. crazy? How we just right. it just and how just quickly switched. things yeah. change just like right. that in a blink of an eye. We were right. just worried about Corona, and now that uh-huh. seems it seems to be like in the back burner, like a fucking right. blip in the radar now. Like that's nobody's true. really giving a fuck about it. Fucking conspiracy theory shit, bro. Man, this world's a crazy place. It really is. <laughs> and now now people talking about martial law. Yeah. That's military moving in and controlling shit. Civil law is gone. Military control. That's when and, and that's if that happens, then that civil war talk is gonna because right. depending on how people react to that and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we're gonna start really seeing yeah, and these people who already feel like they've been preparing for that are going to feel real brave. Oh, man, bro, this shit real is... Real entitled. And they're going to feel like they have the arsenal and, you know? Man. People are going to get out here and really try and fight back. That's crazy. It's going to be some pitchfork shit in them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Except they're going to be strapped up. This is America. Damn, son. Yeah. The fact that it's crazy. I mean, just nothing... Especially after this year. Like, after this year, bro, I'm convinced we're in a simulation. I'm convinced. <laughs> but all the crazy shit that's just happened, like, just the timing of everything, like, there's got to be fucking... Right, but this is America. This Don't is all we know. Up. So, do we feel like it's a simulation because of the society we're in? If we went to another country and lived another life, will we feel like I this mean, is a simulation or we're controlled you know what i'm saying like i was talking to my cousin today and he's very in tune with like nature and very spiritual he's very spiritual he's into santeria he doesn't completely like he's not into the bad side of santeria because santeria is like the positive and the yeah. negative and he takes like the positive side and he believes in like buddhism a little bit yeah. and the different gods and he wears the necklaces and you know you're supposed to represent different gods and shit like that so like just the energies man they're crazy they're strong insane i mean this is going protesting like people across the world are protesting right in different countries right i mean mean, people look at us probably as a reality tv show yeah like the news that comes out of here sometimes is just like right but back to what i was saying about the simulation part like i feel like people in other countries are more they're less susceptible to diseases and things like that because they live a different life like they don't even wear shoes they're immune to different things because they're so entrenched entrenched with nature. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I don't know. I guess I kind of agree with that, but just the way that medicine has advanced, that also kind of helps us with uh, as far as living longer. I guess what like, I'm trying to say is the control isn't as... To them. They're not as controlled by deep. possessions. They're controlled. They're controlled yeah. by nece- material by, shit. They're controlled by necessities like food, water. America shelter, is funded off of like lust and material and possessions, shit. and for sure, yeah. Right. I mean, we're so they look at life differently. So when they have food, water, and they things cherish that, that shit, they yeah. don't take it for granted. We take exactly. a lot of shit for granted in this country, right? A lot of it, and I've said this before. Like America is kind of like a like a trust fund kid with a meth habit. Like we have everything given to us, and we're still fucking shit up. That's true. We're still fucking shit up. Not everybody has shit given to to us though. The middle class. I mean, this the middle th- class. this country is built on middle class. True, but there's a lot of people that are poor. For sure, yeah. But I mean, just w- there's a lot of people in this country. 
True. And it's a numbers game at that point. But, I mean, the overwhelming majority of people are middle class. Well, th- right now, I mean, the economy's fucked up. This whole COVID shit. I mean, like, everything that we knew about America, you can just kind of throw it out the window. Because this year has just been, like, a fucking shit show. So, really? it's like the economy's all fucked up. We got a fucking pandemic. Now we got... Donald Trump we might be president. on the, He's over here hiding in the goddamn bunkers in the White House. We're, we might be on the brink of civil war here. Like They're trying to get into the White House right now. I fucking believe it. I believe it. It's a it's it's a lot to process. I can see why people are like it's I mean it's like like I said it's understandable. It's easy to see why people are on edge and people are like acting you know so violently towards things. Like I get it, but I I don't agree with it. I don't think it solves anything. The looting and the rioting and the protesting I get. If you want to talk and but I just don't see where I don't know. I feel like if you're fighting fire with fire, you're just going to cause more destruction. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like we're moving backwards in a sense. Like, we're trying to get it a is. point across. And like I said earlier, I understand the pain and where they're coming from. And they feel like if they don't force their hand, they won't get the justice that's due. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to do. But I also don't think that they're thinking about the long term, the effects of that. Like, I mean... But that goes back to the point of acting from. But it's emotion. happened before. Like at the same time, it's 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 glass windows that are broken and shit that's stolen and insurance that's going to be yeah. taken out by major organizations and all that shit's going to be returned it's, and paid for and they're going to repaint everything. It so, is. I mean, in the grand, grand scheme, scheme of things, things it's, it's an easy fix. Exactly. It is an easy fix. Right. But I'm seeing too much people fucking jumping people, stomping people out. Fucking the violence is not cool. I agree That's with what, that. Like, the looting, like, you know, when I saw that, it was fucking Target and fucking Arby's and places like that. that Burn that shit down. Yeah, it's ground. like, you know what? Like, that kind of sucks. You're taking people out of jobs, but, like, it's fucking Target. I'm sure they'll fucking, they have they'll enough money to build that shit up in a month or so, yeah. get people their jobs back, you know, help them out for a little bit and... You know, it's we'll crazy. be good to go. The they ones that is the down. ones that suck though is the small business ones. The yeah. ones, I mean, that, that's where it's like those are people's mm-hmm. livelihoods for sure. Especially cities like Atlanta, um, Atlanta specifically because there's a lot of black-owned businesses. You know what I'm saying? And so it's kind of counterproductive. Exactly. And and people who and people I try, have got up there and, and said I'll, like, yo, it yeah, makes no sense. To yeah, do and this. I'll see people on like Twitter and shit. It's like if you're gonna attack a small business, make sure it's not a black owned company. I'm like, that's not fair either. It's like, uh, like that's kind of active. It's, it's backwards. Honestly, it's like, yeah. well, then how, are you just gonna like before? Like, I don't feel like when people, people are looting, to, they're gonna like go ask, hey, are you, like you own this business, right? This is you. Oh, you're you're white. All right, look, let's go fuck it up. Like, I feel like it, when you're riding, it's such, such an emotional thing. You're just going and fucking shit up. Well, I mean, to be honest, what I've seen in these riots and these protests is a lot of, like, unity. Like, white people really <coughs> fighting for this George Floyd shit. And mm-hmm. Black people and white people coming together. And, like, there's been some mixed up shit here and there. But for the most part, you have a pretty, like, even mix of people fighting for this point. I don't know. Maybe we're seeing different things. Not that I'm not seeing the positive, but I feel like when I scroll across my timelines and shit like that, I see a lot more negative than I do positive. With the looting and shit like that, yeah. For sure. It is, I mean... Man, I don't just, know, maybe I choose to digest the positive shit. Um, the negative shit is overbearing, honestly. I mean, that's all you see. That's all you see. It's all real. over social media. Listen, I mean, really... But the points that I've been trying to bring up is, like, the positive shit. Like, the, the police, you know, protesting with people and 
protesters sticking up for police and protecting them and white and black together fighting for the same cause, Latino. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I... Yeah. That's what I like to see. It's there. No, it's definitely there. You know what I'm saying? The fuck shit is going to be everywhere. It's just, We're going to see that. That's yeah. the most thrilling thing to see. It's just... Media yeah. is going to put that out. Social media is going to put that out. People individually are fascinated with that, but, you know, the positive shit is what we have to take because the negative is just going to be good TV. But that's what that's what they're putting on TV, so that's what the masses are getting. Well, they control the narrative of the situation. Exactly. But that but that's the point, though, that depending on what where you're getting your media from, if well, the, people the are big, getting their if media the big here, media networks are, are are uh, the big media networks are pu- are pushing the negative, then that's what the masses are going to get, and that's going to invoke that that emotion rage, of yeah. rage. So I mean, For that's sure. that's what's getting pushed out. I mean, not for nothing, but you got to be able to sort through it, though. In my opinion. But how many people are really doing that though? Like I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but I feel like a a bigger number of people are getting their media information from either social media Mm -hmm. or their whether they're CNN person or a Fox person or MSNBC person, and they're sticking to that, and that's where they're getting their information. So they're gonna obviously those channels are controlling narratives and they're gonna push their narrative, and that's what people whoever are watching are digesting. I don't feel like a lot of people. Well, like, I know we we look at a bunch of different narratives and a bunch of different platforms and we gather the information that we feel like is positive and we can take good information from and keep it moving. You and I? I feel like we For do sure. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, me and you do. For sure. But, but we also see the fuck shit that's there and we digest that too. For sure, is, but what I'm so saying bright. is, is everybody like you and I? Is everybody going no, to be able to sift through that the we're shit? pushing though. That's what I'm trying to say. What I'm saying, though, is MSNBC and Fox definitely has got a leg up on us. <laughs> well, for sure. This so is also no hangover, though. And this is what we're going to push. Positivity. Sure. Oh, no, I believe it. But I mean, I'm right there with you. But yeah. it's just, you know, you got to you got to weigh out, you know, all the you know everything that's going on. You got to take in everything you, you get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully one day we can get up there. Honestly. But that's, mm-hmm. They definitely got the upper All hand channel. on us right now. Shit. Right. But it's just it's you got to take those things in consideration because that's where people I mean, especially now that everybody there's been now there's curfews. We had a curfew last night that we had to be home by shit's closing today. Uh, I know Walmart's were closing at like five o'clock today. A lot of these uh, businesses are closing early because they're scared of looters and rioters and they want people to get home safe. So a lot of people this past year have been these past six months have been home watching TV, just digesting shit like unhealthily. Yeah, that's true. So it's like been on lockdown. Yeah. So, I mean, and if you're sticking to that one thing that you watch, that one news source that you get it from, then you're just at this point, you're kind of brainwashed by what they're saying. Listen, I, I I want people to be more, you know, and I've said it before, you know, don't be a sheep. Do your own research. You know, check out everything. You know, don't go to one uh, news source, media source to get all your information. Like, expand your fucking horizons. But, you know, th- it's just the fact of the matter. Not everybody's like that. Not a lot of people are, you know, they like what they like and, you know, they want to stay in their little comfort zone and that's it. And they that's they're they're OK with that. They're in their own world and that's OK right. for them. It's not okay for everybody else because then you're not you're not aware of what's going on. You you know you're very self centered, self absorbed, and you just kind of think the world revolves around you. But in reality, you're sharing this world with seven billion other people, so you better get fucking with it. And a lot of people aren't like that. That's true. It's sad, but that's why we're in this the situations that we find ourselves in. Because people are not informed. 
people don't people i feel like people don't want to be nowadays people don't want to be informed we have so much information to like not it just it blows my mind that it's still like and i said like i get the vibe like i get why people are getting violent but the fact that we have so much information at our disposal and we're still you know kind of going to let's just go throw rocks at windows and go steal shit very like primal shit Mm-hmm. It just kind of like I feel like people don't want things to get better sometimes. Right. If like and we've said this before people fucking thrive off drama. There's people in this world that just love their life entrenched in drama. They're always trying to be in the mix with something like that. So when you you know you get a you know how many people in the world you think are like that? I feel like a lot of people more uh, more than half the people in the world like to be in drama, have some type of excitement in their life. Mhm. So TV, when they, I mean, the most popular television shows are made off of drama. <clears throat> reality TV, reality is, TV. It's, yes, I mean, sir. It's 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 shitty. Like it is. I I do want people to be more informed, and you know. But at the end of the day, I can want it for everybody as much as I do. But if people don't want it for themselves and they're good in their own little world, then you know, we just kind of have to. We do what we can, and then we gotta, you know, cro- kind of cross our fingers. I hope shit gets done. But I mean that. That's the thing, though, and I don't want you can't ever lose hope. You got to if you have something that you want to fight for and you you truly believe in, you do what you can to, you know, get it done until the until the job is done. But there's just certain things that it's it's just deeper. (laughs) It's deeper than race. It's a human thing. People just hate naturally. Like, it's just something that people have prejudice towards everything. Whether whether it is race or whether it's your sexuality or whether it's religion or whether whatever it is, people are going to have some type of prejudice or bias towards something just because that's how people are wired. Right. So, like, of course, we strive to be more peaceful and more accepting and this, that, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's just never going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect because there's always that human error. There's always a human flaw. People are not perfect. There's nothing in this world that is perfect. But people are trying to strive for perfection then it's just not possible. And we can keep on working. And like you've said before, you know, there you, we do see, you know, cops and, and, and protesters, you know, coming together and protesting together and trying to get things done. But, you know, once that, that battle's over, what's the next one? There's always something next. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, but it, I mean, it doesn't mean that we don't fight. That's yeah. But that was my point. It's like, you don't lose hope. You don't right. lose hope. You keep on fighting until the job's done. But we have to have some type of tempered expectations. We can't strive for perfect because perfect is not going to, it's not obtainable. And I feel like, and yeah, maybe it's just be, being treated fairly. That is, that's obtainable. That is that's fair. I mean, but fair, I mean, you know what your, your, your reality of fair might not be my reality of fair or my version of fair. Then that's inhumane. If it's not, you don't think, no, 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 no. I'm not. T- I'm talking about like, obviously, there's a certain levels of respect that you give people, but it, it differs from person to person. A lot. Of, it, a lot. Like I'm saying, a lot well, of I'm it talking is, about the differences in how people are treated due to race or skin or, or you know, their mm-hmm. origin. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. That's unfair. Uh, and if sure. you feel like I'm not saying that's not unfair, but what I'm saying is, is that we're striving for that perfection that, you know, to try and eliminate hate altogether. There's always going to be something there. Right. That's why it's, maybe maybe I, I'm, I'm saying it wrong, but. I don't think you're saying it wrong. I just think. I mean, I understand what you're saying. 
it'll never be if we're being a hundred percent honest and we're talking pure race, it'll never be a hundred percent fair. Like you always have a certain group of people that's gonna hate one side. That's just what it will be. Mm-hmm. But the treatment needs to change and the the stereotypes need to be kind of changed as well. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For like sure. stereotyping somebody because they look a certain way or they move a certain way, those things have to change. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. But you'll always have people who unfortunately won't like black people like that or won't like white people or um, have a problem with you being gay or, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. that, you always have a side. That was my point. I mean, that was my point. It's just... So I understand what you're saying there, but are we wrong for striving for perfection or... I don't think it's wrong, but it... A place where we all love each other and it's peace? I don't think it's wrong. I don't don't think it's wrong, but... I don't think it's 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 not obtainable. It's just like just it's just not where a world for as awesome as it sounds. As far as I, bro, that would be awesome. I think that would be great. And you know, you always hear the phrase "in a perfect world." Mm-hmm. You know, that's why it's a it's a it's a phrase. It's a metaphor. There's there's no such thing as a perfect world, right? Because like I said, my idea of perfect isn't your idea of perfect. Isn't you know his idea of perfect? Isn't our neighbor's idea of perfect? That's what I like the, the, you know, the perfection that we're trying to strive for. Like it, you know, it, it's great because, you know, when you strive for something that's impossible, if you don't reach it, you know, and you come just short, you know, that's still making leaps and bounds. But, you know, to get perfection is. It's just, you know, it's not the thing. Yeah, unfortunately, perfect, right? unfortunately, but, you know. Hopefully this doesn't go to civil war <laughs> at nah, the end of the day. Want, that would be fucking. We do want to see justice, though. We definitely for want to sure. See that. Well, they just. Uh, I know I've seen the the cop that that uh, that killed uh, George Floyd. He's what he's already. Bailed they out. just no. They moved, his bail was set on five hundred thousand. Yeah, half know. a million. So so fifty thousand. Ten percent. Five hundred is. I mean, who's coming to? I don't know. Does he have I think people he got like bailed that? out? Did he? I thought I just saw today though that he got he moved got, to a maximum security prison. Oh yeah, you're right. I did see that. Supposedly, so supposedly they thought he got out and then he ended up being moved. You're yeah. right about that. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like we said, condolences, everything that's going. If you're, you know, if you're still working, if you, you know, work in one of these, you know, in a store, in a retail store, if you got a a small business, you know, be careful. Be yeah. safe. If you're going to go protest, by all means, get your word, you know, get your point across. Just, you know, if you see shit starting to get a little crazy, just remove yourself from the situation right, and live yeah. the fight another day. Be That's aware. It. Know your surroundings. For sure. Where Be you safe. are and the message that you're trying to, you know, put across to people. For sure. If you see it going... A different way, then that's just a place that you shouldn't be because you're going to be involved in something that you never wanted to be involved in. No, Although you're fighting for a cause, remember the cause that you're fighting for. Um, nice. Moving forward, U.S. astronauts in space after nearly 10 years. Fucking Elon Musk putting people in space. What do you think about space that? That was, NASA. that was it's Elon first, Musk. Yeah, it's the first time in what, damn near 10 years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think 2011. Well, the launch marks the first time that a commercial company has launched astronauts into space. Yeah, because he's his own thing. SpaceX, right. he's working with, they're working with NASA. Exactly. So. Yep. 
Bro, that guy, Elon Musk. It's a nine-year gap. Yeah. So they haven't launched anybody since 2011. 2011. Yep. Yeah, my dad actually worked on that space shuttle. So big ups mm, to him. You got some pride in the situation there. Yeah, he's That's a smart cool. guy. He's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, I kind of, you know, good for them. They get to get off Earth for a little bit while this shit's going on. <laughs> Fucking travel or go to space. The Guardians space. of the Galaxy type Honestly, shit. Honestly, I mean, next step is trying to move to Mars. That's what Elon Musk, you know. That's what he's trying to get us. He's trying to get us to Mars. Yeah. That shit's an eight-month trip to Mars. So, you know, if you go there, there's no coming back. <laughs> like the, eight months. Eight but months. do you feel it? Does it feel like eight oh, months to you? Uh, I don't know. That I don't know. I think it takes eight months in our time. But yeah, in our time. it feel like eight months? It definitely I mean, to, like their bo- to your body until it starts to just... I really don't know. Space is a whole different, you know, beast. I don't... Shit. That would be crazy to go into space. <laughs> Honestly, imagine. Would you go to Mars? Let's say a million people went over there, and in six months, a million people were still there living and thriving. Would you go? Man, there's no coming back though. There's no once you're there, that's it. All your friends are going. All the clubs is out there. It's Damn. a movie on Mars. That's like that dog. movie. Uh, that what's that movie with Eddie Murphy in it? It came out in like the early two thousands. He, damn it, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. But they live on the moon or some shit like that, and they do a lot of space travel. Damn it, I, I can't think of the that. name. But I don't think I don't know. I guess it, I mean if shit was getting really bad over here on Earth, but that's another good thing that fucking Corona did. We, we all stayed inside, and it cleared up a lot of like the the environment. There was fucking people cleaning shit up. The the air was you know not as polluted as it was. So, you know that's kind of good. Yeah, if you want to take some positives away from coronavirus, that is true. But we were definitely in the house. But was it like something that was controlled? Did the government do that on purpose? I don't know. The whole world was kind of affected by it, so that would have to be the whole, all the, all the fucking governments the UN, working the together, United Nations working together and collaborating and making sure that all right, this is we're just gonna let it fucking run rampant. But I mean, how controlled is it? Because if it, you know, runs rampant like that and it doesn't go like they thought and it's a lot worse than they thought and we start fucking dropping like flies. Because I mean, it, I don't think it was controlled. It was just no, like a, no. you know, conspiracy thought that. A lot of people put out there the 5G shit, the, you know, yeah. moving, transitioning so fast into not even transitioning. Unfortunately, this situation happened with George Floyd, and that's the focus right now. And that's yeah. what should be the focus. But I mean, two weeks before that, a week before that, social social distancing was a huge thing. Like we were still trying to maintain space between I mean, people. Yeah, we had only now been- protests are happening and all this. And I understand that it's hard to control, but. That shit is not the conversation. So yeah. it forces conspiracies and people like, okay, was this really real, real or is this just like, you know, something that was relevant at the time? Shit. Because how many people died from the coronavirus? Around 100,000? In the U.S.? In the U.S.? Something like that, yeah. Right. How many people die from the flu every year? About like, I think like two years ago, it was like 80,000. Every year, only eighty thousand. I think two years in twenty eighteen, it was eighty thousand. I know, like it was more than that. I think it was eighty thousand. I mean, really, it it is what it is. I mean, I heard, I heard something today that people from the age from zero to seventeen that had caught coronavirus had zero deaths. 
So, I mean, it, like we kept on, you know, saying it, it was good that we took precautions, but a lot of the people that were affected were people over the age of 65, if you had underlying health conditions, or if you were overweight. That's true. I mean, and those are people, like I've said before, those are people you worry about regardless already. You're already kind of worried about their health anyways. But if you were young, you had a good immune system, you know, you were in pretty decent shape. You were 62,000 deaths. 62,000 deaths in 2019. So, I mean, yeah, 100,000 people dead in six months is pretty pretty scary. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, it's not the only thing killing people. But I feel like some of those numbers are, the numbers are kind of well, inflated because yeah, there's people who were suffering from different things who caught corona. They, yeah, they that didn't corona die. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. then passed away and they called it a death well, because by coronavirus. Yeah, because the... Uh, the hospitals get money for that. Apparently they get money for that because I guess of the resources or something like that. But if you record a coronavirus death in the hospital, you get money. The hospital gets money. So that's crazy. Bro, life is crazy. This, I mean, going back to the space thing that like, and we brought it up earlier, the whole simulation shit. Like, I don't know. None of this kind of seems real. Like life does not seem real right now for some reason. Simulation. A simulation. I don't really think. I mean, I was talking to one of my coworkers today about it. I mean, you, how do you want to slice it? A simulation. There's somebody controlling it, which you know it could be depending on how you look at it. You know, if you're looking at it at a religious standpoint, your God is your simulator, the one that's controlling shit. They made everything. They you know they're la- they're laying out you know your path for you or whatever like that. So I mean, it really depends. Like scientists, people who are more into science and more you know you know, fact based or whatever, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know, they say it's just a simulation. You know, where there's something going on that we're just in a computer, this, that, whatever. And we're just a really elaborate simulation. However the fuck you want to slice it there. You know, it, you know, if you believe in a higher power, if you just believe in science and just computers and numbers and shit like that, and we're just a giant algorithm, however the fuck you want to slice it there. We're in some type of simulation. If you believe in a higher power, that's just, you know, your God laying out, you know, your path for you and all that. And then you, you make decisions and shit like just like in a simulation, though, like you, you know, you still have options in front of you. You still you're not able to make decisions and do different things. We're just living it. So you feel like life is a simulation. Sure feels like it. <laughs> shit. It sure fucking feels like it. Kind of does. Kind of does. I feel like we've touched on this before. We have touched yeah. on this before. I've I mean, mentioned it. Too. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I don't see why not. In Me space. Neither. I mean, really, the only way that we could really, I guess, figure it out is if you just launch somebody into space and just have them keep on going. If they keep on going and then they hit a wall, then you know we're in a simulation. But if they just keep on going forever, then, you know, this is just life. The universe is ever expanding. But the thing is... I mean, we we're in the third dimension, though. Like, we... Most people haven't tapped into like their inner self, like their their third eye. Their, their third, third eye, eye hasn't opened. Yeah, my cousin was talking to me about all that shit today. Your chakras, your seven chakras, and <laughs> Bro, that's the crown and your frontal lobe. And supposedly he was telling me that there's 16 parts of your your brain, uh-huh. but in America they like taught you to think there's there's only four parts, and it's positive, negative, and it's like. Um, the uh, reptilian side, and then bro, we should get him on here, bro. That'd be interesting. Yeah, he's 
I can talk forever about it. That would be interesting. He's be as here fun. Friday. We can tell him to come over. Yeah, tell him. Yeah, tell him to come over. We'll fucking but, shoot uh, the shit. <laughs> the other side of your brain. It's like basically there's a side of like hunt, kill, like warrior. Yeah, primal, primal, primal fucking instinct. And then there's the emotional side, mm-hmm. empathy, and then there's positive and negative. But he's he's like really there's like sixteen sides, sixteen parts Bro, of the brain. I mean, when you get into it though, like. It's you know so it makes sense. Yeah, they break it down for you. It makes sense mm-hmm. because a lot of it is just based off you know just you know not basic human fucking instincts. You know basic human necessities like food, like water, like shelter. You know what do you need? You know people crave affection and shit like that. And it's just keeping all that shit in balance. Yeah, and you know a lot of people don't do that. Just like you said, a lot of people don't look into their inner selves and like do soul searching. And they just kind of get lost in their everyday life and, you know, get caught up in the machine that is, you know, go to work, make money, come home, pay bills, you know, have a right. kid, you know, you start a family, have a wife, whatever. And they get caught up in that system and you kind of lose yourself in it. Right. That is true. A lot of people don't fucking don't want to be honest with themselves. They're scared of their truth, of their reality. Which, I mean, imagine if you're doing that, you know. You're 10 years into that shit and you start realizing, fuck, like, I don't even really know who I am anymore. It's like, you know, you're kind of scared to, like, you know, take that, you know, take that. It's a spiritual journey and figuring yourself out. And people get scared of, like, you know, what they really are and what they've become and what they used to be. And, you know, where they lost themselves in that, you know, 10 year gap, just for example. And it's just, bro, yeah. it's it's, a, it's it's scary sometimes. But well, I feel like life is a constant battle. I feel like for sure. I mean, people figure themselves out mm-hmm. earlier than some but you're all you're always like changing changing evolving recreating yourself reinventing yourself i mean that's the only way you make it to life successfully mm-hmm. if you're any type of brand you always have to reinvent yourself yep. if you're, you know a successful person you're always reinventing yourself or adapting to the room or the environment or where you are you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that's just a part of life but like we'll always be doing that i mean that's something you know we even see in, in a lot of topics that we hit with with music, with sports. You know, if you're if you're a big sports icon, we see a lot of times people reinvent. Like most recently, too, Mike Tyson. He's he's starting to come back and get back into that. Into you know, he might box. Somebody I saw that somebody offered twenty offered yeah. him twenty million 20 a fight. Plus. So it's like you know, we, you see when you know once you're in it's and we go through it every day on a smaller scale. But once you're in that light of like superstardom and shit like that, you know, you start having to reinvent yourself. I mean, we've seen it with Drake. That he's the same person, but every album is something different. I got a great example for you. Two chains. Two chains. From Titty Boy to Two Chains. I mean, if you if you really knew the music industry and like Ludacris back in the day, you would have noticed that Two Chains was Titty Boy yeah. for a long time and he played the background for eight to ten years or some shit like that before he became the guy we know as yeah. Two Chains before he, he popped, he, before he, he had changed. His time. He yeah. became a, his own brand. He changed the narrative on himself. Like that is incredible to see. That's somebody that's a great example of always or or recreating themselves. Yeah, but I agree with you. Artists like Drake move with the times. Kanye recreates himself. Jay Z stays with the times. I mean, if you're an artist, you got to kind of always be able to recreate yourself. Look, Lady, Lady Gaga, she just put out a song, but she's done it. I mean, she when yeah, she, she first came in, she was weird as shit, wearing meat dresses and shit. Nicki and Minaj. That, Nicki Minaj. I mean, there's, I mean, like we said, as, like you said, as an artist, you got to continually, if you want to stay in relevant in music or, 
or in entertainment, you got to, you know, keep on uh, changing yourself or change or rebranding yourself. Yeah, that is true. That is true. The most successful brands and people do it every day. Look at Amazon. I feel like Amazon always adds like a new aspect to their game every so often. The fact that he's going to be a fucking trillionaire. By 2026, potentially, is insane. Bro, like, why? But they're just owning <laughs> shit now. Now, I mean... Like, why? They had delivery. I mean, they've always had delivery, but now it's moving to drones, and then you have drop boxes, and now they own grocery stores that are going to have nobody working in them. You just shop. They yeah. own Whole Foods. Like, it's insane. It's That's insane. Not, they, they have Alexa. have Alexa, Yeah. <laughs> Bro. They also have a six hundred million dollar contract with the CIA. Yeah, so Very interesting, yeah, they're, bro. They're all up in our shit. Mention that <laughs> Alex is in, in the house shit. recording you. By the way, bro. Well, I've told you, Apple. Bro. I mean, Apple. I think they have to give some information now, but they wouldn't get down with the FBI for a while. Good. There was like lawsuits over that shit. Good. They're fucking. They still don't. They're right? loyal. Yeah, they're, they're loyal. loyal. They don't fuck with that shit. Damn. They might have information on you, but they ain't giving that shit to the feds. They're keeping it to themselves, right? Damn, right. good old Steve Jobs. Yeah, R&D. not Jeff Bezos. He don't. He's yeah, got to he, find his way to that trillion. He's fucking sold you out. Gotta work for sure. We gotta work with him. Yeah, he's he had to sell out. Bro, he sold books out of his garage. Yeah, he how did. the fuck does he have the biggest <laughs> warehouse in the world? He has Bro, the biggest warehouse crazy. in the world. Oh my god! Anything you want, he has it in his warehouse. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like, he's Warren Buffett fucking, is a joke to him. He's fucking Santa Claus. He is Santa Claus. <laughs> he's fucking Santa Claus. He is. Uh, it's like it. where you would go for certain things, he has all those people's things. Boom. Like you would go to Best Buy for something, you'd go to Walmart for something, you'd go to Target for something. That's all that Amazon. And it's usually <laughs> at a pretty fair price too. Yeah, more afford- more <laughs> affordable, affordable than those big retailers. But when they do the documentary on him, that shit's going to be crazy. For real. I want to see his wife talk. Bro, she got fucking... She's... Bro, she fucking made out like a bandit. His yeah. ex-wife, mm-hmm. oh and he's Lord. still a billionaire. She got about thirty-six bees. That's that lives forever. <laughs> that bro, they she, say if once you get into hundred millions, like it's very yeah. very tough for you to go broke if you yeah. have a decent overhead. Yeah, that's a uh, generational wealth for sure. What her children's children's what? children's children? Bezos, they're gonna be giving kisses forever. <laughs> <laughs> like, <are> you sick? <laughs> Shit's just never gonna run out. <laughs> One for you, one for you. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is fucking. Gonna be kissing America oh forever. Oh my gosh! Businesses. Is he from? He's from the U.S., right? I don't know where he's from. The nigga look like he's from New Zealand or some shit. He kind of looks like Slenderman. He uh, he he's has bald. a peculiar look. Elon Musk. He's uh not as rich as Jeff Bezos, but he's uh from outer space. He's probably. from outer space. <laughs> you know his kid's name is like. Ash, like some artificial intelligence name, like Ari Ash, like a robot noise. Yeah, that shit. Well, but imagine being that smart. Him and Grimes. Imagine being that smart. Yeah. Have you? I mean, you've seen the interviews with him on uh, on. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You've seen him on Joe Rogan's podcast, right? Yeah. Bro, like you can see, you can see it in like he's trying to get out words so we understand it. Like he's trying to explain things to Joe Rogan when he's talking to him so that mm-hmm. everybody understands. He's really, trying you know to what's put- funny about him? He kind of communicates like Kanye West in a sense, not as like in the vernacular of what he's talking about, but how he takes his time to speak. Yeah, and he'll think for like fifteen or thirty seconds, and then he'll. That's how I mean. Shit, he's point. thoughtful. You can tell he's thoughtful in right. what he's saying. Right, and he'll just. He's look kind of condescending too, a little bit. 
Yeah, he's fucking Elon Musk. He's super smart. Like cars, flamethrowers, <laughs> all that shit is child's play to him. He's now trying he, to send he people flies to Mars. space. Yeah, I mean, he sent. Yeah, he put people in space. The, For real, bro. Space is a crazy. Thing. Like I think I, it, it was funny to hear him talk about like Tesla and shit like that because he's like talking about Tesla like it's just like it's just so little, simple to him. It's like little, it's his little toy. It's whatever. It's I just funny. made an electrical car. Yeah, he's putting a plethora rocket, of them. He's putting rockets. Cars is probably just yeah, child's play. Fast. <laughs> yeah, they got butterfly doors too. Like he's done it. The car shit is easy to him. Hell yeah. Flamethrower, gun, like that shit. <laughs> Bro. It's a lot of people that it was hard for them to com- compact the flamethrower like he did. And it's like it simple looks, to him. Yeah, it looks like kind of like, kind of looks like a water gun. Yeah, he wants to eradicate traffic as well. That might not be a problem for him. You already broke ground in LA to try and build tunnels. He talked about that on the first interview he did with Joe Rogan. That would be amazing. But you'd have to have people that learn how to drive like that. You couldn't do that here, though. No, we're below sea level. I mean, you you could. I mean, technically, you could. He has to be be different. He has to be different. He has to be careful in California, too, the tectonic plates and all that type of shit. It's just how, yeah, it's just, you know, once you get approved to, you know, do that shit, it's just, you know, getting it done right. Because if you fuck well, up, especially electrical cars, and he's flown to space, so he's flown people to space. Yeah, I'm banking on him. I don't think he's flown to space himself. Whatever. I mean, unless he's, he's funding that shit, yeah, he's he thinking about the ideas, and he's got the right people in place. If he's not thinking about it, have you seen his wife? She's kind of not pretty. Grimes. Yeah, she's a grimy looking chick. <laughs> is she South uh, South African too? I don't know what she is. She's a singer though. She kind of looks like. like a, uh, is she like a hardcore? Who's that? Who's that lady from Harry Potter, um, that plays in all the Tim Burton movies? I don't know her name, bro. But that's kind of reminds you. me. We're about to find out in a second. But she kind of looks like her. That was my point. When I that. seen that Elon was with her, I'm like, okay, Elon <laughs> is a wild boy. He's yeah. super smart. <laughs> <laughs> he's dating a creature, bro. He probably he probably knows how to turn up, bro. He probably knows how to have a yeah, good time. He's fucking insane. Drugs are probably nothing to him. Helen Carter? That's her name? Look, psychedelics and drugs are probably nothing to Elon Musk. He has access to his frontal lobe and probably his crown and all his chakras. He has out of body, (laughs) out of body, you think he, outer body experience. I don't think he he flies around. He doesn't really, I don't, he doesn't really take me as a spiritual guy. I feel like he's very in tune with himself. For sure. And he sees things that we don't see. Well, his mind is probably moving a fucking million like times he, faster than we could ever imagine. I feel like he's he can access different parts of his brain. Oh yeah, I mean you have. To, I mean, for as smart as he is, you have to. But damn, what was my point? I said, imagine being that smart and trying to explain to people, like just trying to explain to average Joes like me and you. Fucking, I'm trying to send people to fucking Mars and build a civilization. About average Joe, bro, I understand. <sighs> You're more than me, then I guess Not I'm the only one because that shit. Oh my god, I'm nah, lost, none of that shit. bro. I even but even watching name. the podcast though, like Joe Rogan's podcast with him on it, out there are some points where I'm just like, what the fuck is he even saying? Like, this makes it no sense to me. Yeah, he's Elon Musk. There's bro. a lot of shit you're not gonna understand, but he makes great cool shit. He seems like a cool guy. He makes cool shit. Teslas are cool. He made flamethrowers are cool. I'm going to get a Tesla. He wants to fly people to space. It's pretty damn cool. It's called SpaceX. That's a pretty cool name, too, honestly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, he's just... <laughs> cool guy. Just smart as shit. Yeah. Just smart as shit. Man. Yeah. I can't wait cool till the NBA's back. 
NBA sports, really. I mean, yeah. I'm more excited for football. Are they like gonna set up some type of tournament where they're fight, fighting for the eighth seed? Pretty much something like that. Uh, they just put in the proposal. To, the NBA commissioner did uh, Adam Silver sent in the proposal today to like the board of executives or whatever fuck to uh-huh. see if you know it'll get approved. It seems like it's gonna get approved. Let me see if I can find it so I can uh, explain it a little better. But it's seen. I mean, it's gonna happen. NBA season's gonna happen. It's gonna happen here in Orlando at the Wide World of Sports. They're gonna play here. Are people gonna? Uh, I don't know if they, I don't, they probably won't have fans. Why not? Uh, this is Florida. Bro, what, <laughs> they're not going to have any fans. They're going to have just people like an AAU game, just people standing on the sidelines and shit. Yeah, it's going to be NBA like you've never seen it before. NBA, it's, it is. There's going to be nobody there. There's going to be nobody there, but I mean, uh, if there was shit. people there, it'd be a little, it would still look different. Let's see, NBA. Look more like a street league. Re- return. Let's see. It is going to be weird. Shit, it doesn't look like, you know, I know nobody cares about baseball because I don't care about baseball. But uh, it does, it, it's kind of looking like they might not even have a season right now. Why? Because, like, their players association and the and the MLB and the owners, they're, they're not seeing eye to eye with numbers and money and, you know, how the revenue is going to be split up and shit like that. And it's just a whole clusterfuck of people just not coming together and compromising. Because, I mean, I get it. At, it as a baseball, like, I get it. You don't, like, they would have to, they'd be taking, like, pretty big pay cuts. And I get it. You don't want to take a pay cut. But, you know, at the same time, you do have to see it from the owner's standpoint, which I don't really know the numbers like that. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's fucking baseball. Like, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> Sorry to any baseball fans that are listening. Um, let's see. The NBA has yet to endorse a restart plan and only one of the four ideas presented on Friday's board of governors called bring back all 30 teams. So yeah, I know a lot of them are not trying to bring back all 30 teams. Yeah. Like the teams that are mathematically out of the playoffs are not trying to bring them, bring them back, yeah. which so supposedly makes such- sense. But for them, like for those franchises, they're, they're losing out on money. That's true. Yeah. It makes no sense. Supposedly it's a 22 team plan. That would include teams that are currently within six games of the final playoff spots in each conference, sources said. Uh, New Orleans, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento, and San Antonio would land in Orlando under those guidelines, with Washington joining as the only team within six games of the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. So a proposal for 20 teams remains alive, and that format would include New Orleans, Portland, San Antonio, and Sacramento. I mean, they're really just trying to get Zion into the playoffs. That's what it sounds like. They want they want him to get in because that's a big they, whatever Revenue, game he's in. Yeah, they're gonna start, they're gonna in. get money. Right. So people are gonna watch that, which makes sense. But shit, I'm just excited. I still think the Lakers are gonna. I feel like this is yeah for sure. LeBron has benefited. Did they from say this. he put on 15 pounds of muscle, like good weight? Bro, he looks. He looks, bro. He looks fucking jacked. Does he really, bro? He looks. Now, they've been kind of, they've been showing pictures of him because he's looking like Kimbo Slice a little bit, which I don't. Why did Kimbo Slice <laughs> put it bearded up? Why did he? Why did Kimbo Slice have like a little do rag on if he had no hair? It's aesthetic. All right, I was just wondering. 
don't fucking know. I just figured, you know, because it's for your waves and shit. <laughs> it's funny how you ask me. You think I know? I, I don't know. You, <laughs> I didn't know. You might know. I don't know. You might know. I was I'm just not asking. a durag wearing type of. I don't have that texture type of hair. You know what I'm saying? I understand it. I understand where you're coming from because you think I might understand it because I come no, from. No, I was just asking. Who else over. am I going to ask? True. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I mean, but you're right for asking because I understand it a little bit more. But I just, I don't know. I just thought it was bald funny, head. But I think it's just for the look. But That's anyway, the only thing I can say, uh, yeah, he's looking fucking swole, like a big man, big man. Like he's already a big man, but put on another, you know, fifteen pounds of muscle onto that, and he's looking fucking. Is like that good or bad? It looks good to me. He looks like he's. Gonna, Does he move any differently? But he's gonna be it like he was in Miami. Hmm. Miami LeBron, just a bully taking fucking. It's, it's small ball now too. So I mean, how many big guys are really on the on the court? So he'll just start backing people down, getting in the fucking post, little fadeaway jumpers, fucking. I feel like he's gonna be in his bag, in his bag. Damn, he does look pretty solid. I'm looking at him right now, and it's not like it's not a bad weight at all. It's not bad weight at all. He's cut as fuck. God damn, weight at all. So what I'm saying, like, who's his biggest threat? The Clippers. They don't have anybody. Who's their big? Who's their big guys? He, I think he'll body Montrezl Harrell. I like Montrezl Harrell. I think How he's a good. Put, put I mean, but who's Paul George? Yeah, I mean that's who's going to be on him. PG or Kawhi. They're going to throw a lot. Of, but the thing is, that's the, they're going to throw a lot of bodies because they have depth. That was the big thing is that the Clippers have so much depth and they can throw a lot who's of. Who's going to hurt them is they're going to have to use so much energy on the defensive side against LeBron James that I don't think it's going to pan out well for them offensively. One of them is not going to play that well offensively because they're going to have a big low of LeBron. Well, I already think that Paul George is probably going to shit the bed a little bit because I We're don't. going off his past play. Yeah. What else can I go off of? I mean, that makes <laughs> sense, but we don't know what he does in the playoffs until we see it this year on the Clippers. It could be different. I mean, t- to me, to me, he had that one good playoff run with the Pacers against mm-hmm. Miami. Right. And then after well, he that. he dunked on the Birdman? Yeah. Oh my god! Explosive. He not only dunked on him, he ended his life. He did. <laughs> like he, that snap back. Like <laughs> oh just, my god! Ah. That shit looked like it hurt. <laughs> yeah, he, he brought that shit way back. But um, he, besides that, like when he was with Russ, he didn't really. And even he had a good be, season. He, he had a good season. He didn't play one. And with the Pacers, I mean, he he did break his leg, so he was still kind of coming back from that. But he didn't really have any memorable playoff moments after that. Right. So I mean. I like him. He's probably, like, one of my favorite players as far as, like, you know, explosive. He plays both ends. He has a great offensive game. Like, he's he's a top NBA player for sure, but right. doesn't really show it in the playoffs. That's true. Now, that's my knock on uh, good old but Houston. Kawhi does. Kawhi does. And you see great players that play well in the playoffs usually bring a certain energy out of, they, out of their teammates, in my for opinion. Sure. You for know sure. For sure. So, I think – Piggybacking off of Kawhi and the type of energy and the type of focus that he's going to have might make his surrounding cast better. I agree with that, but and he has a lot of scores on the surrounding cast. But we've seen PG, what Lou Williams, uh, Montrez Hill on the block, the Zubac can do some things on the block. Reggie Jackson, Reggie Jackson is not bad. They picked him up midseason. But we've seen what LeBron has done with with a uh, weak supporting cast, and we would say this is probably one of his better support, the better teams that he's had around him. That is true. With the and AD is probably the best player he's played with. 
What makes them so good, I think, inside and out, is that he can go inside to a superstar like AD and let him let him work, let him, let him work. work, or he can drive and kick to Avery Bradley or a Danny, Danny Green. Green, and not only or that, a KCP. Not only that, though, he, there's two seven footers sitting on the bench. Dwight Howard and fucking JaVale McGee, which Dwight Howard's a little shorter, but he's a and rebounding and blocking machine. He's still got that defense. Two guys who have kind of adjusted to the game and to the mm-hmm. pace of what of what the NBA is yep. today. Yep. So I so think they're athletic big guys that can move. It's two contrasting styles. Two contrasting styles. We you see like the tradition or not really traditional, the more modern uh small ball with the Clippers and they're gonna they have a lot of guards and forwards on the court and once you know, one and the center is really a power forward. I mean, he has he has great role players and a great superstar, and I feel like that's the ingredients for a championship. Mm-hmm. Great role players and a great superstar and a decent bench. They're 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 forget they about Rajon Rondo too. He plays well in the playoffs. Championship experience. They mm-hmm. have veterans. They have people who can make big baskets. Like they have all different sides. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They have great role players. They have people who have run won championships as role players. They have people that are not too egotistical. Yeah. They have two fair minded superstars on their team, in my opinion. I feel like they're gonna make the, the better. Yeah. I yeah. feel like A D is gonna make a better decision to pass the ball than to score if that's what's gonna win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they have He's got Le- the IQ. He's the got IQ. the IQ and LeBron does as well. Oh, for sure. And they play off of each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like they really what's going to come down to it is in um, if AD is going to be able to hit outside shots because when they do the pick and roll and he or picking he pops out yeah he pops out to the three point line or if LeBron's driving and AD's out on the three is he going to be able to hit is he going to be able to hit those those catch and shoot three pointers he's a pretty good percentage shooter I would I would I would say. I mean he's not bad but I wouldn't say like it's a surefire thing. He's not a Kevin Love or a Chris Bosh as far as a shooter. He's probably he's out of the out of the Kevin big, Love. No, 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 no way. Kevin, Maybe not from three point land. But yeah, well, that's the shots that I'm talking about. It's a three point world, baby. That's true. <laughs> it's the three point world, three or die. I don't think he's a better three point shooter, but I think he's a good perimeter shooter. No, not perimeter. I feel like he's a good jump shooter. Fifteen footer. Three points, baby. Three <laughs> you points. You don't even want to hear that type of conversation. <laughs> three points. I know he can hit those. I know he can hit those mid ranges. I'm talking about three points when it's you know they're you know they're down by two. I, I don't think he's a three. better three point shooter than either of those guys. Well, is he going to be able to hit those on? Maybe not even on be, a consistent basis. He might be basis. right there with Chris Bosh. I don't know. Chris Bosh. I don't know. Chris Bosh. He's was, a pure shooter, but he was a better. I feel like Chris Bosh doesn't get enough shooter. credit. He was a better he, jump he was definitely he was, like when he went to Miami. He definitely like he took not only the backseat. He took like the third row. Right. Like Chris Bosh was. He was for and I get the Raptors were not that good when Bosh was player. in them, but he was still putting up numbers. Yeah, he was. He yeah, has. He, a, he had a pretty complete game. I mean, yeah. he can put the ball on the floor. He yeah. can shoot the ball. He has a. Post working game. the post, yep. He's, he's getting boards. He's playing yeah, defense. He, he's, he's just a scorer. He could get a bucket. He's one of them guys. I'm honest, like and he was. He was one of them guys. Maybe it Toronto. was just. Maybe it was just. Uh, I liked him more than most people, but I thought in the last two finals that the Heat went to, the, uh-huh. Chris Bosh should have been the second option. Probably Dwayne Wade was over the hill. Mm-hmm. Maybe not That's so much the first one against the Spurs, but definitely the last. The last. Championship that they went to, Chris Bosh. I don't. Maybe he just. 
I don't know, maybe they didn't have faith in him. Maybe his game wasn't where it wasn't where it needed to be, but he definitely should have been the second option on that team offensively. Hmm. I feel like Because Dwayne Wade was old. He was, but I feel like it was kind of styled around the hype and the personality of those players. If you look at it, I mean, you take LeBron, to win. Dwayne Wade. Yeah. So it feels like those would well, be your top friends, two options. They're the best friends. And right. like the narrative Politics played it. into the yeah, game. Yeah, but fuck that. You're trying to win I the feel like Spolstra <laughs> was a good... Like a Steve Kerr. He can manage personalities more than a coach, which I... No. All right, good, because I was going to disagree with that. <laughs> I don't think he managed any personalities on, on the, that team. I think he just... He just held the the image of a head coach. He just fit the bill in a sense. Like he was able to talk. Yeah. He could do the media shit. But when it came to the actual team and who was running shit, you had Juwan Howard involved. You had LeBron James. You had Dwayne Wade. Like I feel no, like I mean I get what you're saying, but you gotta you gotta give him more respect than that. I feel like he definitely he definitely and just because like I've seen like uh, Pat Riley in the front office. I it's feel a like yeah, it's it was, a great organization, but. I feel like he was just like a manager in a sense. Nah, he he's definitely a better coach than that. He's you got he he deserves more credit than that. And I, I just because like I've seen diff, like I've seen behind the scene things like you know years after you know how they do documentaries and this, they that, haven't whatever. been a terrible team since. Like they haven't been he, terrible. Yeah, terrible he's a, they've yeah. he keeps them in the mix right now. That's I mean true. right now they're still they're a top five seed in the East. Yeah, and they they, they, they always were seem second they, seed. I thought oh, at wow. one point, but then they started falling off after all star yeah. break. But and. They're always fighting for a playoff spot, right. and I mean, in the past couple of years, until until this past season, they weren't they didn't really have any like superstar on their team or any like star caliber. Bam has kind of emerged, and they, as of late. yeah, and oh, they picked up Jimmy Butler this past off season, Jimmy but Butler. before that, they didn't really have like a bona fide fucking like Tyler Hero. go to go to guy. You like Tyler Hero? Yeah, sure. He's a nice player. It's his rookie year, right? So I mean, he's he's having a good season. Jimmy be talking shit about him. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> he thinks he's black. Did you see Jimmy yeah. Butler say that? Well, he got those those uh, yeah. those braids. Yeah, he's embracing yeah. the culture. He's yeah. down in Miami. Fuck. I know he is. Have you seen the girl he's with though? You know who that is? Katie Elise. I she's think you been, told me about her, but bro, she's been. She if you don't know who Katie Elise, I forget the other name of her fucking at name on Instagram, but she was one of the first like popping Instagram bitches in my opinion and she's yeah. been fine for a long time yeah she was a real skinny chick and she didn't got thick in the last two years and that shit is hey, all you can her. work for it you can yeah that's working out and eating she's yeah work for that shit she's eating yams and now she got yams Honestly, I mean that shit transfer squats fucking do some lunges yeah work that booty girl god damn I hate I I, that, that's why I've, like girls with the fake ass like that shit's just it bothers me like, cause I like I've seen like before and afters of chicks with like little tiny booties, and then the after is like the shit got some shape to it. Like it's but nice. They gotta it's, eat. They gotta eat, and you gotta work for it. People want to take the easy route. That shit it ends up like if you go to a good doctor and you have the money to do it, then it doesn't look bad. But it's like most <laughs> people don't have the money and then can you go. Condone it? No, I don't. <laughs> I still feel like you should work for it, but you know, to each his own. But shit, like. Most people don't have the money to go get a good ass job, <laughs> to be honest. Well, if you're getting an ass job, please have the money to do it well. <laughs> For be real. in a position that you can do it shit right the first time. But uh, yeah, man, NBA is coming back soon. I'm happy. With, I mean, it seems like things. Well, when we thought things were getting back to normal, now things are kind of not getting back to normal. But you know, 
at least sports will be back soon. Give it another month or so, month and a half. Yeah. Things will come back slowly. 2021 is on the horizon. We're already like basically six months through, six halfway months through 2020. And a lot of people are looking towards 2021. So a lot of shit will pick back up. Hopefully things will get back to normal. Um, I don't know who the president is going to be, but that's going to be interesting. That's another shit show too. Jesus Christ. I know. Hopefully we can start <laughs> fresh. You know what I'm saying? Even if it is somebody who. I don't even know, man. No, nah, I, I think know. it's time to start fresh. If you're asking me. But I mean, people people didn't really like the Joe Biden comments we talked about last week that he had on uh, with Charlemagne on the Breakfast Club. Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree with him a little bit. And he 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 did fall for the bait, but Charlemagne <laughs> baited him. Did he? Yeah. What do you say? It's fucking Charlemagne. Uh, I guess you're right. But like Joe Biden has to not. He has to know that he can't feel that comfortable. He doesn't know what. He probably didn't even know what room he was in. But he is (laughs) that comfortable though. I mean, you got to think whether it was political or not. He was down with the Obamas. That's fine. That's okay. But but he's wrong for thinking that he can just exactly. He's not aware. He's not aware. And that's what we get on about Donald Trump is that he's not aware. And whether Donald Trump is unaware, whether it's coming from a a bad place or not, people are going to fucking jump nah. on his ass and he's For old sure. and incoherent. It's going to be a giant shit show. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I think this it's going to be another presidential uh, race that is going to be a shit show. Imagine those debates because this Joe Biden can barely put fucking sentences together. Yeah, but I mean, uh, Trump, he spats things that involve hate. You know what I'm saying? And putting certain cultures down and certain people down. Listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is, is that Joe Biden is not the guy to beat out Donald Trump. He does not have, he does, whether I, whether I wanted to or not, like he's not the guy. Yeah. He's not. If you see him talk, if you see him, you know, at, at rallies and shit, he, he's not, he doesn't have, he doesn't have the quality. He he doesn't talk with conviction. He barely knows what the fuck he's saying. Like he doesn't carry himself in that way. And it's just like, that's who, that's, that's who we're putting out there right now. Like, I know wrong or not. Donald Trump's views, how fucked up they are, and how he puts people down, and how stupid he is. He believes in what the fuck he says, like, and that's half the battle. Exactly, that's half the he battle. He gets up there, he he lets you know. He speaks with conviction. He speaks with confidence, and that is half the fucking He's thugged battle. Out a hundred percent. That nigga's a super thug. <laughs> you got to respect that part. And it's it's it's. And one thing about Obama, why he he was so. He was able to and carry himself. He was, he was able to carry himself well. He was believable. You bought it to what he said. He was a good leader. He spoke with conviction. You know what I'm saying? So, as a president, you almost have to be a amazing spokesperson. I mean that you. I mean, I feel like nothing rattles you because yeah, the more, whole entire nation is relying. There's on more you. to the job, but a, a lot, a majority of For the sure. job is looking the part and playing the part and being right. able to speak and be a good leader and lead your country through troubling times. And, and Trump and, is not that. No, he's because he goes the opposite <laughs> way. But <laughs> but Joe Biden's not up there either. Like yeah, but he's not up there forgetting what he's saying and stumbling yeah, and stuttering and man. like you you completely hate what he says because he's saying it so strongly. You know what I'm saying? What I'm it's, saying? It's, Biden is like he forgets what he says <laughs> mid sentence, or he he also. Some of the allegations, but some of the allegations too of of the sexual assault allegations and shit like that. Like those videos are. I I don't mean to laugh. I apologize for anybody that watches that, but it's just weird to see. It is. It's creepy. It's It's creepy. creepy. It's just like, bro, like 
it's just, if I you don't watch know, some like, of the footage, I just feel like any person with like some of them girls that he's like he's just on cable TV embracing, like he's a little too yeah. touchy, and they're even looking at him. It's just like, like uh, you would think, like, why are you he, hugging me this long, or why are you grabbing me around a certain area, like? It's a little questionable. I it's agree just like you. anybody, like I feel like with a working brain would see like he's like, he's just not, he's no match against. But at this Donald point, Trump, it's not a match. Like he's going to fucking well, troll people, the fuck out of him. He yeah. already started. He's already started. He's already started. Well, that's what's unfortunate about the situation is I feel like people, if anything, want Biden in the White House because he's not going to spew hate, but he's not going to be able to keep up with the type of temperature that Donald Trump puts out. At it's all. It's not going to be close, bro. It's not going to be close. It's terrible. Yeah, it's Trump terrible. Trump is going to get in his ass. He's going to troll the fuck out oh of him. Oh, my God. It's going to be a lot of negativity, but he does it well. Oh, my God, bro. And it's going to kill his. That's why I'm convinced this is a simulation. It's going to kill his a, We're living in a fucking movie. <laughs> we're, we're, this reality TV is, this is it right here. We are the, we are the world's reality TV. You're watching No Hate for Podcast Live. <laughs> Wow. We just turned into a <laughs> reality TV Fuck, show. Bro. Reality TV show. Well, this is the first fucking visual in the books. I know. This is going to be interesting to watch. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first one. Bro, first of many. First of many. Honestly. Episode motherfucking 50. Yeah. The we might have some expi- exciting things happening in the next month and a half. Oh, for the sure. next couple of weeks. No doubt about it. Maybe I can get my cousin on here, honestly. That would be good. That would be He'd cool. have a lot of... Good Bro, conversation. Turn up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just, yes, if y'all want to come talk, let us know. We'll work something out. Yeah, we got to sure. do a little vetting process. Get to know you a little bit. See if we're good. I think we're going to get to know you first, and then we'll bring you on. That's what I meant to say, yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm trying to fucking say. We're not going to get to know you on camera because <laughs> this is a presentation. Bow. We have a lot of things to clean up ourselves, but um, this is our first visual episode, and Working out the kinks, we're learning ourselves on camera. Facts. We're ready to bring you more content, better content, more polished, more excited to be on camera. Bow. No hangover to movie. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Shit is a movement, dog. Hashtag no hangover. And that's how I live my life. What you got to tell the people, Eric? (coughs) Um, Stop the hate. A guy, a fucking, I, I, <laughs> fucking, this guy Jackie Moon. Everybody love everybody. You know it's funny. I was on my way to Tam- uh, Tampa, Gainesville this morning, and I was playing the '70s playlist. <laughs> love me sexy came, came on with my mom. My mom was dying. She loves the movie. So as soon as the song came on, she was dying. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Everybody fucking like, love Eric, everybody. I was like, Eric made this part, this this playlist. <laughs> Speaking of playlists, I didn't I didn't mention that earlier. Uh, please go look at our playlist. Enjoy our playlist. We're on Spotify. Uh, our playlists are also on Eric's personal Apple podcast page. That's Eric underscore Aponte 34. Yes, sir. Correct? Yes, sir. We have 11 of them. Um, we got to come out with more soon. We've been kind of slacking on them. but uh, Finally tuned by Eric. I would say 10 out of 11, Eric has definitely put most of his uh, input on. So check those I'm out. Trying. Let us know what I'm you trying. think. I think they're great. Um, I'm a fan of them. We're a fan of them. I think you'll like the vibrations that we put out. And like Eric said, we definitely need to work on more. Facts. We'll it's keep putting a, them it's out. It's been a little bit. but um, The best of music hasn't come out, though. I mean, there hasn't <coughs> been bad music this year, but nah, I it hasn't was, been yeah. that exciting of times because people haven't yeah, really. They're holding shit now. Yeah, artists haven't really got to put out passionate bro, bro, music bro. because they can't perform bro, it. Bro, this is like. a fucking, bro. 
everything, it's everything it's fucking it's turned upside time. down. Yeah. Topsy turvy. Yeah. Whirly pearly, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Whirly poly. That was my, one of my favorite shows growing up on Disney Channel. <laughs> Whirly poly only, remember? These small ones quirking around. You remember that shit? <laughs> Bro, that was my remember shit. Remember they had the, the trampoline <laughs> in the park? That shit wasn't no regular trampoline. That oh shit was in God. the. Earth. I would watch that shit religiously. Grass. That and PB and J Otter. Did you ever watch that? PB and J Otter. I don't was remember my it. Shit. Out of the box was really. I remember the first time. Well, the only time <clears throat> I went to Hawaii. Every morning, like when we would wake up before we get breakfast, <laughs> I would put on the TV and watch some fucking out of the box. That was like the most I remember from that. Tr- well, not the most, but like one of the most vivid memories I have of that. Damn, trip. there was this one show I forget. I don't even remember how to describe it. I think they were like on the water or something like that. They used to create shit. I forget the name of the show. I don't know. I, don't I can see it. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can see it, but I can't really describe it. So, yeah. Well, when we think about it, we'll get back yeah, to you. Yeah, I'll get back to you. I'm sorry. But I'm sorry right. you brought it up. <laughs> 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 I can see it in my head, but I can't describe it. It was a great show when I was a kid, though. I remember that. But, well, thank you guys. More to come. Everybody love everybody.